This is Two Girls, One Mike, the show that talks about the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn. Welcome to Two Girls, One Mike, the porncast that is special, ordering their sex doll to have a horrible personality so that it reminds them of their daddy. I'm your co-host, Yvette Dontremont. Here is my delicious co-host, Alice Vaughn. Alice, does your sex doll remind you of, of your daddy? Can you not? <laughs> Look, I had I had to bring it to a bad place first. We're going to take it back. I think the worst thing I've ever seen was I saw Adam Conover do a sketch perform like a slot. It was like around election season a few years ago. I think I saw And he that. had a slideshow presentation. And at one point, he had a slide with Trump wearing glasses. And I shit you not, it looks like my father. You know, you mm. said that your father has some Trumpian qualities already. Like... This is interesting. This doesn't help. Whew. Yeah, so definitely not ordering that sex at all. Thanks, Yvette. Complete side note. Uh, it's there have been a, a few pictures of Trump, like you know, digitally altered to look like what he would look like if uh, he hadn't made horrible decisions with his makeup and hair. He's not horrifying looking. Like just this is proof that he has no friends. Any friend, any friend would tell several members of that family, "Hey, minor alterations could help." minor alterations. It makes me really sad for them. No, no, they're incredibly lonely people. So we're not lonely because we have a wonderful guest today. We have friends is what we're saying. Yep. Hey, and guys, tune into that Patreon if you want to hear Yvette get mad at me. I apologize. If you want to hear I apologize very quickly. If you want to hear or think I'm some weird like hoaxer guy for... Five minutes for like split second. I thought for a he was, split second. I thought he was like COVID's NBD guys. No big deal. It's a cold. No, you're all get my... over it. <laughs> and and I got very angry and then I apologized precipitously. No, no, guys, <laughs> but, guys. And, no, he's Jesse, <laughs> it's a big deal. Hey, Jesse is wonderful, me. and we're very happy to have him <laughs> on this show today. <laughs> Hi, everyone. We have comedian Jesse Case on the show, and sure. Jesse apparently uh, one of the things that we talked about. Uh, and we started talking about, and then I cut you off because I wanted to start the show. <laughs> yeah. Is that, okay, so you have a podcast called Jesse versus Cancer. I do. Okay, so I assumed you had cancer. Otherwise, it'd be a little awkward. Well, th- so this ties into the theme of the episode, actually, that we're doing. I did have cancer during my palliative treatment. I had my consciousness put into a sex doll, and that's who you guys are interviewing. Oh. I passed away a few years ago. And this is a Turing test. And <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, um, <laughs> so far it's, it's, it's borderline. But, I know, you know so far, so far uh, we're all failing it. I, <laughs> I'm definitely failing today. I no. just assumed it was like an elaborate CAPTCHA test to get into my email. No, exactly. Exactly. I'm waiting to see if I can spot a, a, a traffic light before I know it's real. See now that have you guys thought about this with, um, and yeah, we'll talk about cancer stuff. Have you guys thought about this with modern day, I guess since this is sort of a sexy podcast. Oh, yes. Modern day dominatrix BDSM type stuff seems like with safe words, now there should be more captures. Oh, yeah. I think it would be great if a dominatrix laid out like six photos of traffic lights. Like, oh, yeah, baby, you want me to stop? Identify six traffic lights. Tell me which one of these is a crosswalk. (laughs) Tell me, show me the crosswalk. Show me the crosswalk. Tell me you really want the scene to stop. I want to (laughs) know. Just like putting a cigarette out on you, like like what <laughs> what street what street did you grow up on? I'll take this candle out of your ass if you can tell me your mom's maiden name. <laughs> exactly. Yes, I'm, we're all on the same page here. I did have 
five years ago this year, I was living out west and then got really sick and didn't know what was going on. And if something happens where you suddenly lose 30, 40 pounds, where you turn into a skeleton in Los Angeles, people tell you you look great. So it takes longer to get diagnosed. (laughs) I laugh because I live in LA and I understand. (laughs) No, it's true. I'll never know if I'm sick or not because people just tell me, my God, you're finally thin enough for your own show. Exactly. People told me I looked healthy as I was dying. It was great. Oh no! Um, <laughs> I'm on a, on a medication that sometimes decimates my appetite, and like yeah. I'll get scared sometimes when I lose weight too quickly. So I feel you on that. I'm like, I, that's terrifying. It's really weird how like L.A. literally almost killed me. I feel like anywhere else, someone would be like, "Go to a doctor." If I was like in any other city, <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I so I wound up getting diagnosed with a uh, very advanced um, stage four colon cancer. Oh my god! And then I moved back to Nashville so I could be with my parents and die and stuff. Started a podcast. It seems like you failed at dying. We're very grateful for this. Thank you. Yeah, I've never been good at goals. Yeah, never I mean, been good at things. Committing um, is hard, man. Like, no, I know. Fear of commitment finally paid off. It did. Yeah, my procrastination paid off. If you're gonna procrastinate at anything, dying. It's a good one. Yeah, I cheated death. Um, I had to get very good at chess, but we made it happen. Thank you. Deep cut. <laughs> uh, deep cut. Not everyone's gonna be on board with it, but we're gonna let it lay there. Um, well done. I gonna be laughing. <laughs> I'll be laughing at that one. Like hours from now, that's going to hit me again. It's not a podcast without a Seven Seals reference. That's what I've always said. (laughs) So I wound up doing treatment, which was originally like the deal was I had a, you know, a tumor in my colon that was horrible. I couldn't eat or really drink. So I did treatment just to try to shrink it a little, not to survive. But it was like I was in severe pain all the time. Oh, man. Uh, But then the treatment went really well. I got a really young, new oncologist, which is something that I... Can't recommend enough. Get a young oncologist. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like, I think a lot of times with medicine, people think expert, old doctor, Anthony Fauci. But with immunology, right, with um, things like uh, viruses, with things like cancer, with anything like that, you want people that like just got out of fucking school. They know it just came out. Yeah, I have a chronic illness and it's hit or miss with certain things. Like I like my sure. primary care to be someone who's old and is like, all right, I'm going to take care of you, darling. I'll send you to any expert you ask me to. But like yeah. for actually getting treatment, when I go to a specialist, I want someone who's young and like raring to give me to do yeah. everything. Exactly. Who's just out of med school and has actually heard of the thing because they remember seeing it in a textbook and it hasn't been 20 years since they've seen it. Like if you have something difficult to treat and rare, you want- No, the tre- the treatments move fast and I want someone who just learned about it instead of someone who's like, you know, laudanum. Like, yeah. <laughs> like we're going to give you some some ether. Yeah, um, I'm sure we're going to get angry emails. If you're if you're an older doctor who has opinions about what we just said, go ahead, email us to info at two girls, one mic. We would love to hear from you. Sure. My Twitter's at Jesse Case. Take it out on me. <laughs> Take it out on me. Leave these ladies alone. I'm the one that said it. If you're one of the dozen doctors that misdiagnosed my headaches and you're over the age of 60, which all of you were, please email me info at two girls, one mic. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, <laughs> it's okay. We get hate mail all the time. I handle it very well, mostly by ignoring it or insulting people. It's fine. Alice it handles the hateful ones. I get all the emails saying, you didn't correct this porn star about astrology <laughs> because apparently that's my job. Oh, sure, sure. So. Uh, correcting porn stars about astrology is a valuable gift and I it's something we all need to do. 
Anyways, your cancer, you were saying. Sorry. Sure. And then it and then it like it went it was horrible. I did several years of chemo and radiation and surgeries and I had like an colostomy bag for six months. It was a whole thing. Now I'm okay. Hey, learning to shit in a bag as a young man is gonna help you out when you're older. It brought me closer to the dog. I was like, we're both pooping in bags. <laughs> we're bonding. You know, now you can never say you don't have cancer anymore mm-hmm. or like all that stuff is so vague because it's just diagnostically and yeah. the the diagnostic tools are not that good. <laughs> you just have to keep an eye on it kind of for an extended period after you've you've dealt with it. Oh, totally. Yeah. I get, I get CT scans every six months. Then every four months I go down there and like a guy shoves a GoPro up my butt and looks around. Ooh. Um, I mean, the technology of GoPros is always advancing. I mean, there is one for penises nowadays. So who knows? We'll have an extra. Well, there's a, there's a penis GoPro. What are you talking about? No, there What's is a penis on? GoPro. It's uh, it's essentially a cock ring, but with a camera attached to it. I mean, it's to see what the penis is doing, not to see into the penis. Just to sure. Just to no, I, I get that it's a it's a POV from the base of the penis. I'm yeah. just trying to figure out. Okay, I've never wanted to see that angle. Like I've never I've never been like I wonder what that would turn me on to see what that sees the, the that angle. Just getting a fisheye lens view, just getting a, a 90s rap video view of the vagina is is exactly what, what I signed up for for porn. Look, I don't necessarily need to see it, but that doesn't mean it's not on my Amazon wish list. No, I mean, it should be on your Amazon wish list. By the way, guys, um, a train is about to go by. I live next to a train, sh- uh, the train tracks, and it's loud and it sucks, and I'm it's, sorry. It's, it's okay. Um, we came for the ambiance. That's what we came for. The ambiance and stories of your butthole. You know what's weird is, um, so I live next to this train track and it's, it ruins my life. Like, I hate it. Oh. But I live, the houses on either side of me, I literally live in between two blues bands. And I'm like, they've got to love this. They live like by the train <laughs> oh, tracks. Man. Like, they're loving it. They moved here for the train. I'm, I'm like the curmudgeon that hates it in the middle. Is it, is it okay if I ask which city bad. you live in? Nashville. Nice. I didn't know if you were still there. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm still here. I'm in cool. uh, Nashville and it's, you know, it's a place. <laughs> that is accurate, sir. <laughs> I went to Nashville pre-COVID uh, last year, and I went to the downtown area where obviously there's all the honky-tonks. Visited and- our friend Tracy? Yes, I did. But here's my question. In a post-COVID world, is the downtown area still uh, flooded with tourists? Is it still busy? Do you know? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, it's horrible. That's why Nashville is um, a horrible COVID hotspot is because we continually flood in sick people. Everyone in town has been very responsible. Everyone's in a mask. Everyone's doing it. The last time I had like a night out was March 11th. I've been doing like New York City level lockdown myself. And most people have been. You know, Nashville's a very progressive city, um, despite the state that we're in. We're a bit of an island. But yeah, we keep flooding in all these people having bachelorette parties and stuff. And it, so it keeps our virus level pretty high. It sucks. And Nashville is the number one place. It beat Vegas when it came to like bachelorette uh, party spots. What? I'm not kidding. Totally. And I, much like a cat and a water gun as a stand up comic, bachelorettes are my, my natural enemy. Um, (laughs) They're my, like, like oh in the wild, God. they are my natural, that's, that is my natural enemy as bachelorette parties. As a woman with a sense of humor, they're my natural enemy. Sure. You know what's weird is I forget, and this is probably a little on theme, I was taking a run the other day. So on the ground, 
like I'm running and I see this thing on the ground and it was a penis pacifier. It was a pacifier with a, with a dick. There's something deeply. It took me way too long to figure out this was a bachelorette item. I just, I was like, <laughs> what is happening with these like, parents? I'm just <laughs> like, this is why, this is why QAnon is getting that whole cabal thing in there. Yeah, like they, like yeah. that's, they look at that and go, ah, you see like, mm. but that was my go-to. I was, it didn't occur to me that that would be like a grown up. <sighs> like I didn't get my brain, didn't put it together that like a grown. Someone looked at a, at a pacifier and thought, I could make a thing with the and didn't stop to, you know, maybe not mm -hmm, such a mm -hmm. <sighs> look. Yeah, I yeah. mean, we already have gender reveal parties. Why not a sexual orientation party? It's a good call. Absolutely. I think at 18, you get to come out as straight or gay. Mm -hmm. Just you have a party. <laughs> you have a party. You invite your parents. Yeah. Yeah. Parents are like, well, we were hoping for straight, but we'll love them no matter what. It's sure. It'll cause wildfires. Oh God. Um, <laughs> it'll be it'll be crazy. More of California will burn, and mm -hmm. it'll be fine. Mm -hmm. It'll be it fine. Should. They found who did that, right? Have they been charged? Or they did find them. They found who it was. They didn't. I, I have no idea what the charges have been at this point. And like, here's the thing: something there was like, a fine, from what I'm aware yeah, of. Something like 20 million more acres of California has to burn because that's how far behind we are on burning. And I don't. Some of it's federally managed. Some of it's state managed. And it's just going to be a lot of really bad fire seasons for the next decade or so until we're caught up. And part of it is forest management and part of it is climate change. Like forest management has given it all this fuel and climate change is going to make it far worse than it would have been uh, if it was just the fuel sitting there. So we're fucked no matter what. Bring on the gender reveal parties to like speed up the process. It's cool. It's <laughs> and I'm surprised that this is missing from this national narrative that we're having right now. But sort of what I was talking about in the Patreon section, climate change pandemic wise is just about to rail us. Yeah. Like we're about to just every pathogen is about to just come in contact with people. Like oh, yeah. there are pathogens from tens of thousands of years ago that are coming out from the ground as it's thawing. from the ice. Oh, yeah. yeah. They found a new hepatitis in Antarctica. Are we up to F now? <laughs> sure. But I mean, we're uh, like this close to the thing, this close. Oh. We're super close to the thing. If I ever see like a husky running across the snow, I'm out. I'm <laughs> fucking out. But <laughs> oh god, <laughs> like like I am. Is that a is that a helicopter from Norway? I'm fucking out. But all of these animals are starting to their their migrations are changing. Oh yeah, humans are expanding. Poverty is weird. People are eating weirder food because they have to. It sucks. But hey, hey, Jim Inhofe could find a snowball to bring onto the Senate floor. So obviously you're wrong. Well, yeah. good call. Did you, good call. did you think of that? No. Mm -hmm. It did snow that one Checkmate time. Checkmate liberals. Checkmate liberals as we run out of hurricane names oh, again. God, what are we, are we up? Like we were at Delta with uh, like a, a couple of weeks ago. Where are we now? We're just into sororities now. Now yeah. it's Kappa, Phi, Kappa, like- it's, it's it's really weird. Kappa Omega, fuck yourself. Oh. Sure, sure. You know, I once checked and I found out that it was the World Meteor uh, Meteorological Organization, the WMO, that gets to name the hurricanes. Mm -hmm. But I've always wondered, like, how do they decide on a name? So they just go by X's at that point? I don't know. When they run out of... Like, I'm just wondering, how do they choose, like, the next name? Is it like, all right, who was the last one who had a breakup in the office? Yeah, I mean, they're getting... They're running out of stuff. Yeah. When I, 
When I was a boy, hurricanes had simple names, George, Henry, and, and now it's- They only started being named, because uh, it, it alternates uh, male and female names uh, as it goes through the alphabet. They only started having female names uh, I, within recent, semi-recent times. Like it, it was, that was a switch at some point, because for a while it was just male names for hurricanes. So hashtag equality or something. Did you see the study how less people evacuate female hurricanes? No. They thought one wow. of the reasons one of the reasons they think <laughs> that they're more deadly. Well, well, yeah, one of the reasons like they think Katrina was so deadly is because people are like it's a girl name, it's fine. So They should give scarier sounding girl names. Like use Disney villains like Cruella and Maleficent. That's what they should do. Absolutely. Or ask the hurricane how it identifies. No one's asking the hurricane, you know what I mean? What maybe that's why it's so angry. Laura hasn't had her surgery yet, okay? But she identifies <laughs> as a male and she's gonna fuck up New Orleans, so please evacuate. <laughs> Ever since she grew out of being a tropical storm, she's been, you know, experimenting a little. And we support her decision. <laughs> or, sorry, we support Laura his decision. He's he's using male pronouns now, and we want you to get the fuck out of the city. Whatever it takes, get out. <laughs> get out. Get out. Maybe the solution is using gender uh, neutral names when it comes to naming hurricanes. They're all going to be named Leslie now. Mm. Fair. Yeah. I mean, I would support no named hurricanes. Just just one, two, three, yes. four. Like, what was who wrong gives with a that? Shit? It's Hurricane yeah. One. That sounds fine. They only get a name when they're uh, over 39 miles per hour. So, I mean, which is fair because most women who are over 39 are, uh, generally have a lot more to be angry about than under 30s. Fair. 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 Yeah, I fe- yeah, I do I do feel myself getting angrier with age. It's, you know, the more years go by, the more Botox it, I, I need to even <laughs> out the lines on my face as they groove their way in. Isn't that funny about aging? Um, because I'm feeling old as balls these days. And it's like, I assumed when I was a 15-year-old in my, like, jacket with my sonic youth buttons that I would get less rebellious. Like I assumed I would get less sort of punk as I aged. And now I'm like more radical than ever. I've gone the other way completely. <laughs> so I had a really hardcore Republican father and he's, I, I mean, he's still technically my father and he's still definitely a Republican, but he, he was one of those people who used, liked that, that expression, you know, if you're not a, a liberal at, at 20, you have no heart. If you're not a Republican at 40, you have no brain. And I'm like, look, the older I'm getting, the more uh, angry about the system and the more, and, and the more left I'm going. So yeah. obviously whatever thought he had about how the world works, it did not apply either. It didn't apply to me or the world is working differently or something, but no, like, I think I'm getting more annoyed. (laughs) Yeah. I assumed I would sell out a little. I assumed I would, I would, you know what I mean? Like I knew even when I was 15, I was like, this is probably a phase and it so was not a phase. Um, (laughs) (laughs) At one point I had a a job that was paying me really, really well and it seemed relatively stable and I had a 401k that was growing and I'm like, yeah, this is probably when I'm going to turn into a libertarian. If this is, if it ever happens, this is when it will. Then I became a freelancer uh, and that will, that'll change your attitude on some things. Yeah. People are like, can I have all your labor for free, but then I want you to respect the markets. No. Right. No. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you avoided libertarianism. That would be horrible. And I wouldn't I wouldn't have done the podcast, frankly. It happened for six months, to be fair. I was registered for six months. I never voted for a libertarian, though. Oh, no. It's like, look, I was hanging out with a bad crowd, okay? Pendulum yeah. was a bad influence on me. I blame. Oh, I, no. 
<laughs> oh no! Like it's not that we're not friends anymore, but it, and we're not not. But you're not mortal enemies. Like you're not not mortal enemies. We're not mortal enemies, and we're not not speaking. It's just like we haven't talked in a while, and like there was definitely an argument at one point, uh, wow. and, and a lot of it was because like I just wasn't willing to um, to back down on politics. Like during right. and and it's uh, during the 2016 campaign, he went kind of nuts. Okay, because he was quote. Supporting Hillary, but like he he had kind of a public opinion and a private opinion on that, and like he was publicly like doing an occasional commercial, being like Donald Trump is horrible. But like if you were enthusiastically supporting Hillary, he was berating you and telling you that you were an awful person supporting a war criminal. Like and that that was not okay. And like I was getting I got some really nasty text messages from him, and it was like you know I'm done with people who are identifying as libertarian and doing this for their con. So that was the end of my flirtation with the libertarian contingency of the universe. Have you considered that maybe he just didn't eat that, you know, his one grape of the day, so he was a little hangry? (laughs) Right. Oh, man. Also, he probably didn't take Trump so seriously because as a magician, when someone says lock her up, he thinks they can escape. That's his natural, his go-to is like. Well, yeah, that's how it all starts. That's the start of the illusion, obviously. It's, it's show, don't worry. There's, there, there's a it's tur- showmanship. It's, there are two more parts of the trick. It's fine. It's fine. It's just Donald Trump is just, just setting up a trick. It's fine. He's setting up a trick. He's going to get impeached and say, ta-da, guys, <laughs> sex with robots. <laughs> we should talk about that. Let's talk about this porno that we watched. <laughs> okay, so before we get into the porn, so Jesse, we, yes. okay, this is based on the film Ex Machina. If someone has never seen Ex Machina, the 2014, you know, uh, sci-fi thriller, how would you describe it? Or spoil the plot. It's, uh, who's it, Alex Verlander? I believe so, yes. Sounds right. It's got a Slavic vibe. It is a film about this guy that works for some huge company that we assume is like an Amazon, Facebook, whatever type company. We don't know. He's a tech guy. And he wins this sweepstakes to go to the compound of the CEO, who is like um, like an Elon Musk type guy that's played by Oscar Isaac, who does a great job. And the whole goal is to do a Turing test, uh, which is to try to figure out if you're talking to a robot or talking to a computer, and can you tell the difference? But the twist is he meets this woman who is an AI And the twist is that he knows it's a computer. So the Turing test is, can he forget that? Or can he think it really has consciousness? Blah, blah, blah. And then also it's like to reel you along, if that sounds too boring, it's like, there's some titties, you know? (laughs) Um, And I I love stuff like that. I love it. So I I thought it would, you know, I won't spoil the end and what have you. I mean, we kind of have to because of the ending of this film and we have to destroy it. Yeah, there's a cum shot. There's a cum shot at the end. Um, Oscar Isaac can... Uh, <laughs> so, folks, if you really... If you, if, you, if you haven't had a chance to, pause right here. Go watch the 2014 film Ex Machina and, of course, the 20... Whatever the fuck it was film Sex 16. Machina. 2016 Sex film Machina. Sex Machina. And then yeah. come back so you can enjoy this conversation. Now, one thing I would say is I would argue that when I watched the original that it wasn't really a test of the Turing test. I would argue it was more the... Are you guys familiar with the AI box experiment? No. No. 
Oh, okay. So um, it's actually just really, you, I mean, you've seen it before in film or TV where it's the role-playing experiment or exercise um, where suitably advanced artificial life can convince or even trick or coerce someone into releasing it. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, there you go. That's exactly, yeah. Exactly. And I mean, really, there's very few rules. It's like, the AI can only win by convincing the gatekeeper to actually voluntarily let it out. Like, you can't just say, have the gatekeeper, like, type in a phase, like, you are out. And, like, they also can't bribe the gatekeeper and say, hey, I'll give you a hundred bucks if you let me out. So they have to actually be able to do it, which, frankly, that's what, you know, the original film did. Right. No, that's a perfect explanation. I, I was totally unaware of that huh. experiment. Oh, that's good to know. Wow. Yeah, that's incredible. So since the original came out, I've gotten, I think everyone has gotten much similar. This also happened to Anne Hathaway, and it's unfortunate. But I have gotten uh, Domhnall Gleeson burned out. He's in everything. He was in everything. Like, that was like the start of him being in everything. And now he's in shit where you're like, this isn't even related. I don't know. Why is he in this movie? And and you can become sick of an actor because they get so popular there and everything. It's too much Domhnall, you know? It's too much. I guess I just don't watch enough films nowadays. Whenever I watch a film, it's normally, I hate to say it, but it's because there's a porn version, so I have to watch an original. (laughs) Sure, sure. Um, Fair. I watched recently my first episode, I'm not joking, Jesse, when I say of Saved by the Bell because I had to watch the porn. I've never seen Saved by the Bell. What's the porn called? What's the porn name? I think it was just Saved by the Bell Triple X. Something like that. It was lame. Fair. Fair. It was not our the best effort that we've seen. Okay. <laughs> within the porn parody averse. You know what? Great set work though for the restaurant. Yes. Um, but going back to this one. Okay. Yes. So I I viewed the pornographic. Some would say parody. I didn't find it funny. I found it um, dramatic. Uh, <laughs> but you know, decent soundtrack. But yes, I watched it. How do we begin this conversation? I've never discussed in a serious manner. Never discussed a pornographic film. No, that's completely fair. I mean, we like to do it kind of like a bit of an overview of, all right, here's kind of what the general scenario was, and we generally break it down step by step. Okay. The synopsis of this is very similar to Ex Machina. Guy wins a contest to go to the CEO's, uh, to this Elon Musk type guy's place, gets there, and these robots, the big difference being that they are, you know... They were designed to be sex robots. Like the opening scene of this is the the Elon Musk type in bed with, I think it was three of them. Uh, And he's like, you're getting better at pleasing me all the time. Like, and you know, this is, this is what we're introduced to this uh, movie with. Okay. So I have a frustration with uh, the beginning of the film where our uh, lead Caleb, uh, the protagonist of the film, how he finds out about that he's been selected for this contest. Right. Okay, so first off, Caleb has the shittiest Welsh accent. Right. It's very bad. It's horrible. Like, he begins with, like, saying, at one point when he's contemplating what to do on a Friday night, he's like, pardon it is then. What? I couldn't tell which, Uh, like, I'm like, I'm not sure which of the English accents he is trying to do, but he's not sticking to one of them. No, he he definitely pulled like a a 1979 Carrie Fisher, you know, in, in this film. Like he was he was all over the place with his accents. The thing that I found interesting, um, because I know you said when you told me about the podcast, you said uh, you don't have to watch the sex scenes, but I took one for the team and did. And you are truly a hero, sir. Thank you. I decided 
you know what? I'll do, I didn't watch all of them. I sped through, but it was like, the thing that's interesting to me about porn parodies like this is how quickly people break character once the sex starts. They never stay in character. It's like, oh, it's just- Oh, no, 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 no. Two. So, only, oh, do they? Some porn, some actors. Like, this is why we have such deep- and eternal respect for Evan Stone and Tommy Pistol. Like you watch okay. one of theirs and you like- I watched at one point voluntarily a whole Tommy Pistol uh, sex scene where he pretended to be Patrick Starr and he was in character the entire time. That's great. See, that's great. This is why, uh, now, dear reader, if you've heard oh, me tell about the, the Horat challenge, challenge, go ahead and speed uh, and fast forward by 30 seconds. So uh, from the porn parody of Borat, uh, uh, Horat, we have burst the Horat <laughs> sure. challenge. So it's sure. because people think there's no acting in porn. So what we say is when you're in that special moment, because Tommy Pistol stayed in character as Horat during the fucking, and it was so perfect. You're like, That's this, great. you're like, this is how Borat would fuck. Uh, and he's, yeah. and like, what I tell people is while you're in that special moment and things are getting really heated up and you're like, someone's about, someone's about to blow, things are getting great. And you're like, I just want people to try to get out the phrase, very nice, and keep uh, everyone's yeah. heart on and keep everyone going and see if you can do it. And if you can't, you got to admit there's acting in porn. Sure. I've certainly, now I'm no stranger to completely ruining the magic moment with a funny line, but it's not in the interest of acting or parody. It's because it's, uh, to me, the pornographic stuff. It, okay, here's the deal. I'm probably not that good at sex. Probably not that good at it. Um, so We weren't asking. You could have lied. No, no, no. Sure, but, sure, but I'm saying- I I'm, think if I'm people offering, say they're not good at sex, like I think that's just setting, like if you set the expectations low, works out for you. Yeah, but there's no way to test this. Yeah. This is just me talking. What I'm, what I'm saying is, when I am uh, engaged in uh, coitus, right, it's apparent to me when uh, someone has is just acting based on they've seen a lot of porn. Oh, fair. Because I'm like, I'm not that good at the <laughs> fucking settle down. You know what I mean? With the, with the, you know, like the, like, stop, stop it. You know, like I am not. Like I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. You know, but, but, but like, you don't need to do that. So sometimes when that happens, it takes me out of it because it's hilarious to me. And right? did you notice that when you were watching the sex scenes, is that why you brought it up? No, I brought it up because the Borat thing is where I have, oh. it's too funny to me when things in real life sex, when they get too pornographic, it's like hacky and weird. Fair. So I will, I have been known to throw a wrench in the works by if things are getting too fake passionate, like in a porn, to just go like, I'm going to goof in your snooch or like something very unsexy. Wait, I'm going to goof in your snooch isn't your pickup line? Like, well, I mean, I admit it's, it sexy, it's sexy to me, but it. it's just funny to me. This reminds me of a story from a friend of mine who's a famous Hollywood director and who nice. he said that a friend of his had bought for him, had had ordered and paid up for him a sex worker once. And I don't know if he sure. was telling him telling the truth about a friend paying for this for him or not. But either way, a sex worker was was working on him once mm. upon a time. And he had the way he phrased it was he's like, look, normally my job is to stop bad acting from happening. And there I was with bad acting happening on top of me. Yeah. He's like, you know, this, I, I just, I could not ever after that go back to a working girl again. I'm like, that is an interesting takeaway from hiring a, a sex worker. 
So uh, speaking of bad acting, let's go back to yes, uh, the pop-up. Yes, Alice, I've seen you trying to, I'm so sorry. Alice is the person who keeps us on track. I am the person who knocked the train off. This is full of tangents. It's okay. So we- Caleb, Ca- our dear excuse Caleb. Excuse you, it's Caleb69. That is his our, username. Love it. All right, our dear Caleb. He's won an all-expense-paid trip to the top research facility. He gets a pop-up as he's about to watch porn, um, you know, to pack his bags because he's going to spend a week in Wonderland. And I have to say, I mean, let's be honest, this is the just the next step in advertising, in my opinion, because they have to push it up from, like, there's, like, hot MILFs, you know, in like, within 10 in miles area, of you. Right, in your area, right. Yeah. So, like, naturally, the next step is going to be... We're bringing you to the area of hot MILFs. Right? Oh, and or they're going to be, I mean, we have all this technology to um, use, uh, you know, artificial facial recognition to uh, make people say things they don't actually say. So, or you'll you'll have porn stars where they need to make a buck and they'll pre-record something. Why not have the message be personalized and geared towards specific people so they click on a message? All I'm saying is, if you are running a porn company, hire me for your marketing. Yeah, if you're running a porn company, hire Alice. I feel the fact that this hasn't happened yet is odd, given all the people we know in porn and your marketing abilities. Well, it's very hard to deep fake something that's already so fake. It's hard to deep fake a deep fake. It's it's weird. I do think it would more product placement in porn would be great. Um, Just <laughs> like drink, drink Pepsi, fuck yeah! Like I was actually about to be like, yeah. as you're going close up, close up, close up, clitoris, Pepsi. Like yeah. I just, I you know that would leave a scar in my brain of being like, you know, I think I'm gonna drink Coke from now on. Uh, yeah, depending yeah. depending on the clitoris and the placement. But it it is amazing that if you're watching YouTube. Uh, if you're watching like a lovely ASMR video or something, you'll get commercials will pop up and then you have to click skip ad. You porn doesn't happen, which is very kind of them. And and I mm-hmm. think a pop-up, I wouldn't go on that trip. If I if a pop-up, I wouldn't just not go to that website again. I would think it's a scam and I'd be furious. I'd be furious if there was a pop-up. I feel like there, yeah, there, there's a time and a place. Like a pop-up while you have a thing popping up is not an okay moment. It's not okay. No. It's no, not okay. Not at all. So he pops off to this island, which is better known as Ventura Boulevard. And <laughs> he pops off to a romantic island in Burbank and he is greeted by, unbeknownst to him, a hobot who shows him around. I do right? prefer that term, Hobot. I think that's correct. Hobot yeah. 2000. Okay, the one thing that made me really angry in this entire film, out of the entire like two hours and 50 minutes of this, was where the Hobot is, uh, so he's he's entered this place and he's looking around and this Hobot is clearly walking up behind him like and on, um, what's it called? Uh, oh, in platforms he heals- and he, yeah, he, he was heals- surprised. Clack, yeah. clack, clack. Yep. Oh, I'm shocked. I didn't expect anyone to be here. What? No. I know. Yeah. And then like a free license ABBA song out of nowhere. Like the, <laughs> the soundtrack was insane. Yeah. Um, I, I had some minor issues with the sound mixing on it because I'm listening. The sound out of the speakers on my computer are very, very low. So I'm listening to this on my headphones and like nothing sure. was coming out of both speakers. It was like coming out of one or the other. So I had an issue with whoever was doing their sound mixing. Well, I'm that just- means one of the actors had mono. Um, I thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. I just, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Thank you. I can't, I can't not just clap hey, that one out. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank be you. here all week. Tip your waitresses. Yes. Yes. Try 
away the salmon. So, okay, so the Hobot comes up, clack, clack, clack. She's making the loudest fucking noise ever on like an all-stone reverb chamber patio. <laughs> he gets he gets surprised. He's like, hey, I'm Caleb, I'm Welsh. She says, let me show you to your room. They bone. And then they bone. They commence to boning. Two people in a room and a porno together, they're going to bone. They're going to bone. And then he's checking, I guess then he turns on the television and sees all the security this is where the trap is set because he sees the Hobot, the new Hobot. It really does parallel the movie a lot. Yeah. The original. What I like is they do pull a lot of elements, everything from, you know. The key card, the key card, key card entry. Yeah. Uh, him being blindfolded, you know, a lot of him finding out, you know, that he's won a contest. Ava herself being monitored on security cameras as well as um, there being system overloads a few times. So they do reference the film quite a bit, yeah. which is great. But, but there was a lot of diversion. So I, I should we like start talking about yeah. where they're diverging? Yes. Uh, yes. Are they diverging in ways that were necessary for a porno or diverging in ways that makes you go, did you watch the film? Well, I figure when you're making a porn, that comes first yeah. is the porn <laughs> part. Like I feel like if you're writing a porn screenplay, you have a blank page and you write, and then they fuck 10 times. <laughs> And then you go fill in. <laughs> to be clear, they, they it's it should be five times for a porno. There's an actual like set for this, and one of them has to be an all girl scene. The middle one has to be a girl scene. Well, I think this was five because yep. the, the way they covered it was they did a uh, CFNM scene, right? Which is your clothed female nude male. They did that, right? They did a threesome. Yeah. Okay, so they did like a, a two guys one girl thing. They did a lesbian scene. Yeah. They covered all their bases. But one thing that's basically required in every single long-form porno is an all-girl scene. Yeah, that, that was the second sex scene. Yep. You'll almost never see one without it. And that was interesting, too. So I guess there really is kind of a formula they have to adhere to, um, which probably takes you off track. They have to figure out how to get there. Yeah. So the frustrating part for me is where the script diverged. So what they decide to do instead with this film was... So you have one of the Hobots who ends up taking Caleb into a lab, uh, which, worst lab, I want to talk about that for a second, but she essentially tells him that Nathan's plan is essentially to convert people from human into cyborgs. Right. And then we get, like, an extra character, Eddie, who pops out of nowhere. Look, I was fine with that just because I like that porn star. Fair enough. Which porn star is that? Tommy Gunn. Tommy, Tommy Gunn, Gunn, right. Oh, yeah. Like, that That was an acceptable addition to the plot, in my Humble opinion. But it was, okay, so the whole point of Tommy Gunn's character, Eddie, is just essentially where, okay, in the beginning, he shows that, like, he used to be human, and now he's a cyborg, and at the end, there's this twist, which we'll get to in a sec, but... I don't know how to feel about that because that, yeah. I feel like that really changes the core of what Ex Machina was. Yeah, it, I agree. It, yeah, and I'm sorry, not a fan of if people diverge way too much off the plot like yeah. that. So they had, no, I agree. They had to get to a scene where it was two guys, one girl, and they should have used Nathan and Caleb. I agree. Exactly. You know, they, they should have just done that. I feel like Tommy Gunn was shooting some crap next door and they're like, while you're here- you know, we got free Jersey mics if you want to come bang out a scene. And he did it. Weirder shit has happened in how they've decided to make a porno. So this is prof. This is absolutely a thing that could have happened. But who knows? No, I'm, I'm with you there. It, it took me out of the uh, the ex machina 
vibe. And I felt like they were doing so well up until that point because even when it came to things like the set, um, like the hallway, oh, yeah. I looked at it and I was like, oh, they built a hallway for this. The lighting was good. Like, right, you, yeah. right. It wasn't perfect. At, you know, it's never going to be perfect in porn, but you at least right. understood the concept of it looked very similar or you could picture your, you know, they were going for the facility type vibe, yeah, you know, even sure. if with a couple LED strips. But then you sh- see the friggin' lab and they take like a couple Halloween face plates, throw some LED lights behind them and throw them in a the fish tank. What was that? Yep. I don't know. They were trying it. They were like, look, we did something. It's a set. Right. And <sighs> and keep in mind, this could also be where whoever wrote this screenplay just didn't watch Ex Machina. I mean, they could have just not, they could have skimmed it. We know from seeing enough of these that there are a zillion different ways why a thing can veer off violently (laughs) from what they were trying to parody. It's like this could have been, we were trying to get the essence of what they did here without getting the look of it. So, yeah. So this is the first porn parody I've ever seen. I haven't seen like a porn parody before. So this was, yeah, it was a fascinating journey for me. We can recommend good ones. We'll tell you plenty not to watch. Yeah. Sure, sure. No, I just, I mean, I obviously had to choose this one. I love the original so much. But yeah, it was it was interesting. So there's this Eddie guy. It goes off the rails. Now there's some cyborg plot. They all bang. It's because we had to find some way to get a- another iteration of people banging in there. I'm just right. frustrated by the entire cyborg new plot because this wasn't right. in the original text of the film. Like you didn't have Nathan, you know, this Elon Musk type figure who was murdering people and turning them no. into robots. And uh, ones that even had some sort of sentience of a previous life that what? No, I know. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I was just overall frustrated with this porn because I feel like they should know better. And I mean, let's talk about the ending because I kind of want to, I'm just so angry with this film that we need to discuss what the hell they did. Oh, yes. Alice, go off. Do go, do go off. They took liberties, which were not normally taken with the parody. I mean, you have, you know, you have a bit of a fight scene, which, all right, sure, diverges there. And you have, uh, you know, essentially Ava murdering Nathan by crushing his larynx. All right, that's not canon, but whatever. Sure. Um, But then you get to a point with, um, so guys, correct me again if I'm wrong. So uh, Caleb has to deactivate the kill switches on the sex bots. Right. So yeah. he's going, he's coding. Uh, the women, you they leave him, they escape the facility. And lock him in. Which is, you know, still- It is canon. It is yep. canon. But then you have the Eddie character reemerge, freeze Caleb. Caleb then kills the Eddie character and then essentially steps in and becomes the Nathan character because he finds some sex dolls and is like, you know, I'm going to just chill here. And then you see him laughing. He's like, I could just stay. There's food. There's sex. There's hobots. I can do this. Just sure. Because in in the original, it's a given that he's going to die. He's going to starve to death. He's a goner, right? He's locked into this prison. But in this one, he would still die. I mean, there's not, you, you will run out of food. He's locked in a facility, but he doesn't care because he's, he's banging these, uh, he's got these hobots to bang. I don't think he's locked in though, because he was locked into a room and now yeah. he's, uh, he could escape the facility. There is nothing where it says that he's locked at this point. If the sex bots can leave, why can't he? Mm. Maybe his sexual appetite has locked him in there. Mm. Right. Maybe the real prison is his right, dick. Is his dick. <laughs> Your dick is your prison. 
Yes. Um, <laughs> moral of the story, yeah. The moral of the story is that your dick is your prison. That's going to be a t-shirt. That's We're going to start selling that, TGOM. Yes, the body is a cage. Specifically, the dick is a prison. I mean, I don't know. I, I think for my first porn parody... I say that like, like I'm going to dive in now. For my, <laughs> my first of many. Next, watch Pee-wee's big triple X adventure. Just, or just at least take, the first five minutes. That's yeah, it. Just promise us you'll watch okay. the first five minutes of it. And if, if you aren't sold on, okay, some people are making some good fucking shit with this, then I, I don't know. There's no, there, there's no recompense for this, but just go watch it. You'll, you'll have a good time. Oh, I think they are. You know, I, I know some porn people, and I think that if you can keep your head on straight... It could be a very fun, funny field to work in. You oh, know, definitely. I think like, oh, that that would be a blast to make a movie like that if everyone is like healthy. And I don't, I don't mean just the precautions, but I mean if everyone is mentally. like mentally there and not um, blurring through some trauma. But you know, if everyone's just like, who gives a shit? Let's have a good time. Oh, it's yeah. like totally, yeah. Make your movie have have fun with it. I think it could be very fun. Like there are certain parts of this movie where I was like, that had to have been a blast. And I don't mean like the sex stuff. I just mean like it's so oh, yeah. bad and cheesy. Some of the acting, like that's the great thing about having a robot themed porn is you can be the worst actor ever. <laughs> they seemed a little robotic. Yeah, that was yeah, on yeah, you're right. Totally. Sure. But I mean, some of the lines were like, you know, like, but then won't he find us because of our microchip? Like it was just so bad. And I'm like, this is great. This is fucking great. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, here's there are some of them with really good acting, and there there are some of them that I've just I've told myself it's genre acting. That's sure. How I, and, and there are some of them where quote genre acting works, and there's some of them where you're like, you know, I like her better with a dick in her mouth. <laughs> like you just you have okay. to just go. All right, yeah. this is, this person. Like I, I still go back to I, I think our one of the first ones that we watched, or was it the first one? Uh, uh, Deep, Deep Throat, Throat? Yeah, and Deep Throat. The first you know, one. the actress in that she really did act better with a dick in her mouth. She acted like she was having a great orgasm with a dick down her throat. Not sure. so great at acting without a dick in her mouth, though. And you Linda know what? Lovelace, yes, Cla- a, classic film, exactly. Classic. And my and my point to that. That's when you know you have found your field. When someone goes, "Man, great actress with a dick in your mouth." Yeah, yeah. Props are important. You know. It's not bad. I don't know. I mean, I thought I, I enjoyed it. I was shocked at how short the film was when you speed through the sex scenes. <laughs> That's that is something we've gotten used to. It takes a little time. It was like a 20 minute movie because, we, you know, when I first, you know, when you sent me the directions on how to log in and watch the film, you know, I log in then I see it's it's two hours, 48 minutes. And I was like, uh, they're asking a lot here. Fuck <laughs> this. You know, but then it was like, it was perfect. It was over yeah. in 20 minutes. It was like, this is great. Oh yeah. This like, is great. Our longest thing that we've ever watched and that we, we sent someone to watch was a four hour and 13 minute season ah. of an Archer, the Archer porn parody called uh, Striker. And I think it came down to maybe 45 minutes total because yeah. like, but, but I mean, it was really good too. Like live action Archer parody. Uh, and sure. again, Tommy Pistol, did the voice of Archer so well. But yeah, when I first saw four hours and 13 minutes, I'm like, are we just watching an episode of this? But each episode was, the plot was really short before they got into the banging. Exactly. Each was like almost 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Like, and p- how how much of that was a recap of last week's yeah, episode? Yeah, less than half of each of them was plot. And that's, that is the glory of these. It's like, it looks like we're sending you a lot of homework, but don't worry, it's busy work. Yeah. So- I'm glad this doesn't have a sequel. <laughs> yeah, 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 me too. Yeah. yeah. 
And again, I've got nothing to compare it to. We've seen far worse. We've seen far better. This is middle of the road. I thought it was okay. I thought the, the one that played Ava did like a decent job at, you know, like I get it. And also some of the like, it's hard to say it without it sounding minimizing as fuck, which is not how I mean it. But like she had the most hardcore lines. She was like doing some very complicated tech talk. You know, and I'm like, oh, she actually did her homework. She didn't show up on set that day. Yeah. And just like, what am I doing? You know, and I think some of them did. Some of them did no prep. Oh, yeah. Aside aside from like fleet enemas, aside from the prep that you do. As soon as you said prep, <laughs> I'm like, there's an enema joke in here. Come on, yes, come on. Yes, yes, there it is. Yeah. I'm so happy. There's always, so there's happy always an enema that. joke. Oh. <laughs> it's if you hadn't, I would have been so sad. She she did her homework. And uh, and I, you know, I commend that. I commend it. She, Lady Gaga wig. It was great. So speaking of acting and sex robots uh, having lines, you know, it was funny. I uh, I ran across a 2016 article, and I'm curious on how true this is. Because, Yvette, you and I both know that when it comes to, you know, sex, uh, a lot of the stuff in the pornographic universe tends to touch on a lot of new technologies first. And yeah. I ran across an article... Yeah. It was about sex robots that cracked jokes being developed to improve men's dating skills. Oh, my God. And they were actually hiring a team of comedians at, I think, Real Doll at one point, uh, where they were writing humor for these robots to interact with people. And all I can imagine is like, oh, God, every joke has to be a deadpan joke. There's no other way to deliver this. But Holy shit. Yeah. Designing AI to interact with somebody who's interacting with a sex rope hmm. not to kink shame anyone oh no but if you are fucking a doll you're not going to get better at dating because it has jokes i don't think you know what i'm saying i get it if it's a supplementary thing but if that's your vibe if that's the whole if you bought the doll and you're like this is going to be my that all came out wrong what i mean is if that's your launch board if that's how you if learn that is your goal if, if that's your launch pad like, if you want to fuck a doll, fuck a doll. But if you're like, this will teach me how to do real people, then I don't think it's going to pan out that well. I think after reading that story, I, you know, came to a few conclusions, which is like, I'd rather see a sex doll perform stand-up comedy than a lot of, like, celebrities who decide to do it. So Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And I'd like to see a lot of comedians have sex. So this is like, it goes <laughs> both ways. You know, um, <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> Or would you worst. like to see them have sex or would you like them to actually, or are you uh, saying you'd like them to be able to have sex successfully? I would like it for them. Yes. Um. <laughs> you'd like them to successfully get laid so that maybe they'll be less miserable. Maybe they'll be less miserable. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Less bitterness in the scene would always be good. We always know there are two places for sadness, misery, and failure in life. And two two specific green rooms for sadness and failure in life. And those are the green rooms for a porn shoot and a comedy club. Well, and that's that's why there's so much weird overlap. Like, and right. there is a lot of weird overlap. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of co-mingling amongst those uh, communities. I don't know. I mean, I think it is like... Most technologies start as like military or can I fuck it? Correct. Like the, the currency was invented because of prostitution. Like it, so I think AI advances and I mean, wasn't it like even like the Oculus Rift and stuff like that? It's like VR was for porn and then 
now it's like a bigger thing. So I don't know. VR, cryptocurrency, um, online video streaming, VHS, everything, really. Chat rooms were revolved around adult content. I mean, I could go on. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see where it goes. I really am. I'm excited. Basically, we get a new technology, and the first question any human has is, can I fuck it? Well, the, why do you think the wheel was invented? I mean, I don't think they had holes in it originally. It's like a disc you can fuck. That, and I think it probably took, I think it probably took humanity five thousand years to realize a wheel could be used for locomotion. They were, we would just be fucking At first these they discs. Were like, we have a thing. We can put a thing <laughs> we, in the we thing. We can fuck this thing. Yeah, we can fuck this. And then, um, and then we realized we could move with it. They, I think, <laughs> you know? what happened was they ran out of them because they fucked them to death, and they were like, "Let's wait. We need. We can roll this. We can go get more of them with this." So yeah, they yeah, use the yeah. wheel to go get more wheels. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think opposable thumbs, we just realized we could jerk off for like 10,000 years. And then we're like, oh, we can hunt and gather probably. More also. things to jerk <laughs> off with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can go find aloe. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, or yeah, sh- and sheep for lanolin. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, 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 totally. No, I mean, I'm excited for the future of... I. I have fully admitted that I'm probably not going to get through my life without having sex with a robot. I mean, we can help. That is a good thing to know about yourself, sir. It seems 100% inevitable that curiosity will jerk off the cat in that, like, I'm I'm going to bang a robot at some point. It's going to happen. I can't. <clears throat> Mike Wilson, if you're listening to this, we, we have a subject for you. What do you mean a subject? What's happening? Oh, sorry. Uh, so, uh, hey, co-owner of Real Doll, if you're listening to this, hook Jesse up. Just, just well, no, I don't yeah. want, I mean, that's, it would be very. Someone has to bang the first sex robot Real Doll, though. Like one that actually bangs you back as opposed to lies there. Oh, okay. Got it. See, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I don't get the new. Uh... A while ago, there were literal blowjob robots. And I know that is a, a drastic simplification of them, but they were supposed to be like, they were basically like sperm jackers. They were supposed to be for sperm collection for, uh, but like, but it was, it was basically a blowjob robot. Stick your dick in this. It does the collection and the extraction. And I'm like, why aren't these being sold as blowjob robots again? Oh no, no, no. They are being sold. There's Uh, i I'm not making up this toy, but it's called the auto blow. Auto blow. It sounds like an absolutely made-up sex product, but it's totally real. Is it like a fleshlight with suction? Like, I, I, I need to know. It's a blowjob robot. Wow. I want to know, is it not as well-known because it's expensive or because it doesn't work well? Because I feel like this is the thing that men would be like, all right, I don't have to deal with a woman and I can get a blowjob. Where is this? Well, no. So I will tell you this. The majesty of the real thing has yet to be replicated, <laughs> which and it really has. And, and your real doll friend will know this because they're still, we're still trying to get up to just baseline while meanwhile, sex toys for that model men, um, like sex toys for women or what, however you want to word it are far superior to dicks. Far superior, like it's like you've taken because dicks are so simple. So you've taken the dick, you've added spinning beads. It has a little dolphin thing that also hits this. It's incredible. If you can get me a sex toy that will lie on top of me, then along with vibrating at like a zillion okay, RPMs per minute, then you'll have something that's better than my Hitachi. But until then, I need a man. Sure, fair. Or a woman. So I'm hearing is I need just a super glue a body pillow to your Hitachi. <laughs> well, that's what I, that's what I mean. It's just sew one into a gravity blanket and fucking have fun. <laughs> 
shit. You you have just Wait, it's... hold on. I'm going to I'm going to have a very Jesse, awkward I'm, conversation I'm... with my husband after this. Uh, <laughs> if I have to give you like 3% of sales if I actually make this, you're welcome and you'll become rich. She's going to start yes. gluing Hitachi's to gravity blankets. Excuse you, I'm not going to do it. It's going to be someone in an underpaid factory doing it. Absolutely. Yes, it's going to be <laughs> exactly. Look, there are um, a lot of Americans who need jobs right now. I'm just saying, have the underpaid people be American. I mean, I probably could get away with as many human rights violations. You're right. Yeah, that's fair. I just think that it's yet to be replicated or like a sex doll or something like, you're right. It just lays there. I, I know that you can't capture the full nuance of a person yet. And what, what I mean is it's exciting to me. We will be able to, we're going to yeah. be able to at some point. And that's crazy to me. Yeah. That's crazy. So it's like, I'm going to have to have sex with one. I can't just like be on my deathbed knowing that exists and not having done it. It'll be miserable. If one day they manage to make a male version, like with a dick that gets hard and th- and does all the things, I'll be disappointed in myself if I don't. I feel, it, Alice, what are your thoughts? Well, if one day there is a functional male sex bot, you going to hop on? Uh, absolutely. Anal yeah. acts only go viral again. <laughs> What what happened? Oh, what yeah. happened? Back up. Oh, What's up? Long story short is our listeners know that um so I went to the Adult Um Entertainment Expo um the other year. Do you know Emery Emery? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So our friend Embry went with me and uh, he decided to video record me while I was on uh, a motor bunny going from zero to 10. And that, What's a motor bunny? Uh, like a it's Sibian? basically a Sibian. Okay. Yeah. Don't go to Vegas with swingers. That was your first mistake. Don't do it. Don't ever do it. Why'd you do that? Because um, so- I couldn't Because I couldn't go that year. <laughs> Right, and fair, I was like, Emery's a good substitution. It'll be ho- totally safe. It'll be totally fine. He, yeah. Yeah. And next thing I know, my dad's like, hey, Alice, why are you on the front page of Live Leak for the last two days? Wow. Because you hopped on the old uh, the old Sibian there. Eh, you know, yeah. that's hap- it happens. It happens. How was it? Cool experience? Fun? Uh, you know what? Uh, definitely one I won't forget. She squeaked. Sure. Sure. Fair. It's still an honor to be on the same website where, I don't know, Russian dash cam accidents. The only way that we could truly complete this is like when I die, maybe there should be like footage of me, like dash cam footage of me dying. And then we just merge the first video with the second one together and it'll go, it'll do well, you know, on Live Lake. That's what they're known for. Like as you're, as you're hitting 11 and squeaking that out, like they'll just, it'll be dash cam footage of you crashing. I think it would be a good memorial. That'll be played at yeah. your funeral. And I'll, and then I'll go on to read off. It, it uh, this depends on which one history. of us dies first, like whichever one of us dies first, the other one reads the other one's browser history. That's a great friend agreement. Some people bury the browser history. We're getting it read at our funerals. When I, uh, when my ass was trying to murder me, as, as mentioned earlier, uh, my buddy Brent, um, who's one of my best friends, I wrote about a thousand tweets that should I die were to keep going from the point of view of a ghost, um, that I gave him all my info. And I'm like, every day, tweet one of these out. We're like, I'm, you know, I'm like, <laughs> oh a, I'm like a bitter ghost, you know, that that's like kind of upset that I died. And like, I, could, I couldn't get in. It had a whole plot too. Oh my, my dead God. tweets had a whole plot arc where like, I couldn't get into heaven because I didn't forward a chain email in the nineties. That's like forward this to 10 people who you go to hell or whatever. And like, I just didn't do it. And it actually was true. So then I like go to hell. And it's very weird. I forwarded um, all I the other it. emails, but this one was the right one. And I fucked this it up. This one was the real one. This one's the <laughs> actual one. 
I know. I Bummer. stopped forwarding them in 1997, and I regret it now. No, I'm a huge fan of postmortem jokes. That's a great plan you guys have. Uh, I like <laughs> yours. You're definitely keeping that, though, like regardless of whenever you die, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You should. As long as, you know, society hasn't crumbled, Twitter is still around. Like, someone is getting that list of jokes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Society could still crumble. I know that oh, we yeah. argued about other things earlier, but we could absolutely oh, yeah. see the end of democracy. It could be we're, We could be in for a horrible time. We are less than three weeks away from, we're recording this on the 18th of October. Actually, this will be launching, I think, election week, I think this episode, or around then. So for everyone who's listening to this on election day or the day after, wow. hey, guys. Hey, we, what happened? Whatever, whatever's <laughs> happening, we, we hope that it's not on fire where you are and that the reign of, of terror hasn't come. And we, we love you and we hope you're all right. <laughs> so we'll see you on the other side. We already now Portland's gone. Doesn't matter what side won. Portland's yeah, gone. Just Portland is already up in a fiery blaze. Like we just, we don't, yeah. whatever happened, we miss all of our listeners in Portland. We're sorry. It's weird <laughs> careening towards a shit show, like inevitably, like either way, shit show. Like more than likely just looking at the numbers, Biden's going to win. But we also know that there are going to be crazy people who are going to be pouring into the streets with guns, even if he wins, which is terrifying. Well, it's going to be two months of a shit show. I, wor- I yeah. worry about the refusing to concede and yeah. you know the legal battles, and it's just going to be a shit show. Yeah. That's why I've said multiple times to my friends, I'm like, look, whatever side wins has to win by a landslide. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it does look like Biden is going to win in a landslide, so that it will hopefully take away uh, the opportunity for the other side to claim that you know there's. Yeah. Anything, but you know, it's a scary, weird time right now, and I'm terrified. This is a good time to let all of your single listeners know <laughs> that I am a dual citizen with Canada. Um, and I would like you all to know that. Uh, that's at Jesse Case on Twitter. So many pussies just got so wet, Jesse. I heard it. I heard so it happen. I heard healthcare what? Whoosh. <laughs> just. The wet, the wet seats right now, Jesse. Oh I heard God. it. I know. I know. It's a lot of linoleum floors you're gonna need. <laughs> it's it's gonna be a, a nightmare. No, I. Uh, so where can our, our our listeners find this dual citizen with Canada on the internet? <laughs> uh, well, I'm on Twitter. That's at Jesse Case. Um, I have a podcast called Jesse versus Cancer, where if you uh, or someone you know uh, has cancer, they're dealing with it. It's a uh, funny take on some of the things you go through. Yeah, that's it. And then I'm just at a hospital all the time because I can't tour right now because of a pandemic. So I'm just hang out at the hospital all day and work on stuff and then um, see what happens after that. Awesome. It's very weird being in the field of infectious disease and watching porn, by the way. New angle. Very <laughs> weird. You know, it's very hard for me. <laughs> I was, I was like, I was like, I, I, I've made a mistake. You're I like the COVID mistake. is everywhere. You're getting the COVID <laughs> yeah. on yourself. Run, Stop doing that. Yourself. Stop it. Oh yeah. Stop. Oh, <laughs> oh God. I'm, what? I, she needs some doxycycline. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's that girl's number? What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's not good. That's not going to be good. What is that? Loss of fever. Look at that guy. But that's what I'm doing. I'm hanging at a hospital all day. So you know. You know, if you ever do need extra hospital supplies, uh, porn sets, they do utilize, you know, uh, old hospital equipment. Yeah, absolutely. They have an entire hospital room at the Wood Rocket Studios. Wow, fair enough. They also have an animatronic dinosaur, which I think those could be used together somehow. They should be. I mean, my I, I have seen lots of like porns where the uh, the plot is just time travel, where I can tell they're just on a soundstage, just every set 
you know, it's like, here's the Egyptian thing. And then we have this theme and then we have this theme and I can tell they're all just little sets all put together. I don't know. I like it. It seems it's fun. Set design seems fun. So Jesse, thank you so much for joining us and patrons, by the way, if you guys want to listen to more, uh, hop on over to patreon.com slash two girls on mic. Uh, we have a bonus episode of the show. Event gets romantic. I, I get, I, wait, I get argumentative, and then I get apologetic for getting. You don't need to apologize. I it's, did not pre-caveat, and I get how I came off. It's, hey, look, look. As opposed to the episode where I literally screamed at someone, it all turned out fine. Clearly. Oh, by the way, that okay. If you also want to hear um, Yvette screaming at someone. And making a porn star cry, also patreon.com slash two girls on mic. She didn't cry on the episode. She allegedly cried epi- afterwards. Allegedly. This is true. Allegedly. we ha- Her agent, to make us feel bad, told us that she cried. And look. I know that we're wrapping up, but tell me what happened real quick. Okay. What, what is that? This girl was like, I'm not afraid of COVID. And I'm like, you should be. And she yeah. just kind of went nuts on defending it. And I kind of went nuts on telling her that she was being dumb and it was not sure. good. And oh, yeah. And then she went on about how she's terrified of airplane germs. The end of it was her going, yeah, I'm really obsessed with hand sanitizer when I travel and I, I because of airport germs. And I'm like, do you understand that COVID is like the ultimate fucking airport germ, right? And she, yeah, just, yeah. she got this look on her face of, uh, oh, I said a mm. dumb and it was hilarious. So, so if some of you can't jerk off to Lauren Phillips anymore, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so, like, look, she, right. she was extra special dumb. Like, and there are, there are other hot redheads out there. There are plenty of hot redheads who take COVID seriously and do porn. And understand that COVID is an airport term. It's an airport thing. Skip that one. Just saying. Yeah. That said, uh, Yvette, where can our listeners listen to more of you uh, talking about COVID and yelling about to people about it? And not not yelling at Jesse about it. Uh, <laughs> so y'all can find me over at the Cybabe on Twitter and Instagram and over at Facebook.com slash Cybabe, where, of course, I have bi-weekly live streams with guests. And today I had a constitutional scholar. I, yeah. On Tuesday, I'm having an epidemiologist. I had a geneticist on Saturday. So we're having guests and try to help you guys navigate the world uh, and the science. and A lot of ists on there. You know what I mean? A lot of ists. People who have fancier titles than me, because once upon a time, I was a scientist. I was a la- I, I went right. to a lab and analyzed things, and now I talk about the things I used to analyze, which I, I, I'd fair. say I miss the lab, but not being in the lab means I'm not around COVID, so that makes it that makes it a little safer for me to talk about COVID for people. And Alice, where can people find you and all the things about our podcast? Guys, you can find the podcast at all the places. A video version of this will be up uh, on the Patreon. Again, patreon.com slash twogirlsonmike, or just go to twogirlsonmike.com and hit the support button. Uh, you can find us also on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook when we're not banned uh, at TGM Podcast. You can find me, Alice, at Rational Blonde on Twitter. But Jesse, thank you again for coming on. Oh my God. Thanks so much for having me, you guys. Um, Alice, thank you for being my Twitter friend. Yvette, it was nice meeting you. Thanks for signing up for the Janssen trial. Janssen? Yeah. Johnson & Johnson is Janssen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is. Well, thanks for signing up. Very cool. I'm sorry that your arm doesn't hurt. Wear I'm, a mask. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I and fully intend on it. 